everything is up in the air because today is Sunday and uh, I shall be dropping, as they say in the world of podcasts, I shall be dropping this podcast episode later on today, uh, which of course is going to throw everybody out. It's certainly thrown me out, I can tell you. But um, I literally cannot do it tomorrow, so uh, and I'm not really in a frame of mind to do it today. So welcome to episode 75 of Mr. Burt Pods. I know a lot of people get very upset if it doesn't come out. So, and I know there's a lot of anxiety hanging on my life at the moment and potential information of how everything's going. Well, it has been a busy week. Um, I'm back at work. And as I said to someone today, I feel as if I've gone from naught to 100 because I've basically gone from, um, oh, it's Sunday today. So uh, I don't know if anyone, well, there is somebody walking past actually. Can't see them because they're behind the tree. I've just been shopping because a big loaf of bread. Um, so, uh, yeah, so I've gone from having no job and no life for 18 months to now having a job and no life in about three days. Uh, I've been rotated in officially for 13 hour working days. That's 9am start, 10pm finish. Um, so that started on the cargo. Oh, and here comes Snave. What's she up to? Uh, keep an eye on her. Um, so basically, it's madness. Although, in fairness, Thursday and Friday, uh, I sat in the crew room watching television for most of the day and then got sent home about six. That was all right. Uh, nothing interesting. And then yesterday, I did work nine till ten but uh, moved from crew room into the auditorium. So I'm they're doing what is called a dry tech, which is basically, uh, that's technical, it's basically doing the main scene changes and coordinating lights, sounds, and the queuing with those scene changes. Slightly more complicated than that, but that's the basic idea. And then the next step will be to do basically the same thing, but with cast in position, which of course is when you get the actors in all adds another layer of difficulty as somebody tactfully said so um yeah so that's the madness of theatre for you um fortunately only one of the three people who work at the theatre i'm in is leaving permanent theatre staff are leaving in droves so um I didn't usually have a job at this theatre. I just covered it every now and then uh, because the three permanent staff covered the lighting board. But because they're now being cut down to two, uh, there is this position open for me. So in theory, I've got this position forever, I suppose, as long as I behave on this production. So anyway, that's as it's happening all over the place, I'm sure. Uh, people who make lots of money are taking every single advantage of the chaos that the pandemic has produced. Uh, and I'm very gloomy about everything at the moment, it has to be said. Which is why I'm clinging on to my cup of tea here. So it is very quiet in the street today. I don't think we're going to get anyone walking past except that neighbour who wasn't doing very much and the man with the loaf of bread. There was actually a very, very exciting thing. And this is a terrible teaser because I actually can't tell you what happened. So I'm really sorry, but there was something terribly exciting happened a couple of weeks ago, which I missed, but uh, found out about. 
but although it was superficially very funny, it actually wasn't funny for the people involved at all. So, um, and they're all people who live around me, so I can't go into that. So the irony of that is that the uh, biggest thing ever happened uh, outside the window when I, uh, since I started this podcast, I can't tell anybody about. So that's a big tease for you. Um, so. Um, then so everyone's lovely which is a big thing so there's four crew uh three of them are women and one is a man and then there is one stage elect which is sort of uh, the electrician who uh is running around doing things on stage uh, that involve electrics, obviously. Um, I thought I knew him, but I don't. But anyway, he's a he knows somebody I work with a lot, so that's all very nice. And then, and they're all lovely. They're really, really nice bunch. And then, and my boss is lovely. So you know, it's got a really nice atmosphere. And then yesterday we met. Uh, oh, there's somebody with a red bag walking past on a hood. Oh, hello. That's uh, one o'clock, which is a very unusual time for me to be doing this podcast, let alone Sunday. Um, that's a very mysterious person with a hood. I can't see their face, but they've got a bright red bag. And then, what was I saying? Oh, and then stage management came in yesterday because so many people, I mean, everyone's saying they've never seen so many people working on a production. But the set's basically in, but it's going to be quite magical. Uh, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of stage movement and stuff going on. Uh, I don't really want to say anything about it because... Uh, we'll spoil it for any of you who do see it. But um, the stage management came in and it turned out that, oops, Daisy, turned out that the stage, the deputy stage manager who I, who will be giving me the cues during the show is the same lovely person as I was working with when the theatres all went dark. So the last time I saw her, we were all gathered on stage at the ambassadors <clears throat> and told to go home. And then the theatres... Uh, then it went into lockdown. So that was March 2020. And then it just went, uh, the whole country went to lockdown about two, three days later. So that was all very strange, but very nice because we've sort of been able to just pick up where we left off bizarrely. Um, and what's even better, she's got a dog. He's in the theatre and very popular. So a lot of my day yesterday, uh, alongside sitting watching the dry tech uh, with the lighting designer and the programmer, uh, was stroking a dog actually who managed to shuffle his way uh, around to me because he knows when he's onto a good thing with a mug like me. So he had a very long massage. Oh, person walking back with the hood, the mysterious death like person, but they haven't got their red bag. So I don't know what was going on there. Actually, they're just going past the extension at the end of the house. Uh, who is it? There's somebody. Uh, yes, it's um, Madame of uh, the Arvon Course keeps telling me to put pictures up of the. Uh, extension and I can't I can't put pictures of the neighbours up on the website for obvious reasons uh, obvious reasons none of my neighbours are named obvious reasons nobody knows which road I live in I do remember when blogs first started a million years ago and I got to know um, a little group of bloggers in America who all sort of stayed friends over the year um, one of them I remember when instant messaging was all sort of a bit new, uh, I remember just in seeing she was on at the same time as me, which wasn't very often because of the time difference. And she was literally taking down every single blog post she'd put up because she 
uh, very slow cyclist if he goes any slower he's just going to go sideways and fall off completely um which actually makes change from those that bomb past you and uh, knock you over no but don't bother looking left when you turn into a bigger road i don't get cyclists anyway um yeah so she's taking everything down because basically she wrote about all her neighbors or which she didn't name them uh, and one of them had found her blog and uh, let's just say the area she lives in in america uh, everybody's got a gun so she was literally i think she had the computer on the floor she was hiding uh just deleting all her posts and it's a shame because it was such a funny blog but we're still in touch with each other and we actually have the same birthday so that's nice one day i will get over and meet us uh, meet them there's a couple of two or three of them that i've just kept in touch with over the years and it was uh, my plan for my 40th birthday was to go on a tour of america and meet them all uh, but then that never happened for some reason. So anyway, um, that was a bit of a digression. So back to the theatre. So yes, there's dogs. So that's all lovely. And the whole atmosphere is very nice, actually. I have to say, thank goodness. So uh, I did 13 hours yesterday, which was a bit of a shock. It's an awful time starting at nine o'clock because it's flipping rush hour. So we're supposed to be testing uh, three times a week, Monday, Wednesday and Friday. I don't know how that's possible because I don't get home till half past 11. Uh, I'm in no state to take a flipping COVID lateral flow test at that time. And then I'm up at seven, uh, in which case I'm still in no state to be taking a COVID lateral flow test. So the chance of me actually coordinating to get the proddy thing into the back of my throat, not my nose, is quite remote when I'm in that tired state. So I'm not quite sure how I'm going to manage that. But anyway, so life's just on hold at the moment, which I find really, uh, I, I don't, I can't deal with it very well. Um, uh, this is the only day I've got to do anything today. I'm trying to keep up with my emails on my phone during the day, which I don't enjoy very much. Um, I've got to do this today. I've just about managed to get nothing to see here, which will also be dropping today. And... Uh, Who's that? What are they up to? Um, and um, I don't, yeah, so that stops. I'm going to be dropping two podcasts today. So uh, anyway, it's previewing next week. So I'm hoping next weekend. So I'm hoping things will be vaguely back to normal by next Saturday. And the programmer is going to be doing my job for me for the first three previews. Uh, just to make sure everything is tickety-boo because it's a complicated show. Uh, there's an awful lot of stuff going on and I think the deputy stage manager is just going to be queuing about 500 people doing millions of things during the show. But it should be great. should look absolutely fantastic. But I haven't seen it with any of the actors yet, so they're, they're, they're not in, so I don't actually know uh, what any of it looks like. But it's based on a book, which I'm rereading at the moment. So that's all tickety-boo and marvellous. And... Um, well, it's not really. I'm really tired. So I'm trying to get all that done today. I'm, I was trying to go and have a watch Strictly from last night, but of course that takes half the day up. And I'm going to try and go for a walk and I'm still trying to do my Welsh and still trying to play the piano. The piano's gone out the window, obviously. Uh, and it's all a bit frustrating uh, trying to get my washing done. All these little things, no cleaning will get done. Um, it's just really frustrating. I always forget this is just such a awful time in theatre. 
in the life of a theatre production. But anyway, I'm usually not in at this point. They've called me in really, really early, which is why I'm not doing anything. Um, I should... Motorbike. Um, hey, what can I say? So it's just a bit weird, really. So I, I definitely will be doing 13-hour... I think Monday to Friday, I'm definitely be doing 13-hour days, which is going to be a joy and a delight. I hate going in, in Russia. I absolutely hate it. Uh, I have not missed commuting one little bit. Of course, the other big shock is I'm spending money, like I've had to buy a tube pass for the month. Oh, it's just all coming down with cars parking today. I don't know who they are. But they're parking opposite. Keep an eye on them. Um, yeah, of course, I've had to spend a, on a monthly travel card, which costs a fortune. The other thing, of course, is that you end up eating out the whole time, which is really in these sort of rehearsal periods, which is really expensive. Um, especially if you rely on a pretzels, you know, takeaway food is just, oh, it's the neighbour. Oh, no, that's interesting, because that's the neighbours who live over the road with the noise children and the big gate. <clears throat> I didn't know that was their car, but they don't normally park it there. That's interesting. I've never seen him wear anything other than black. Uh, and most of the time it's just a black t-shirt, although he's got a bit of a coat on today. Um, so I don't know where they've been, but they've got lots of bags. Do people go, people go shopping on a Sunday? I can't get into that Sunday shopping thing. Sunday's a day of rest as far as I'm concerned. Uh, I don't think shops should be open. I guess it's outrageous. Oh, he's just given the child a football. That's going to be... Yeah, there we go. Oh, God. See, he can't just take that football around to the front. He's got to try and throw it over the really high fence. Um, probably smash something when it goes over the other side. So, um, uh, yeah, so on Friday... I did ask for the night off on Friday because uh, we'd booked tickets ages and ages ago for Anything Goes at the Barbican, which is the Broadway... Uh, transfer uh, <clears throat> of the nonsense musical based on Cole Porter songs, which was absolutely an absolute joy. It was just lovely. I mean, the audience was so happy. There wasn't enough dancing in it. There was two really big numbers in it, but the set wasn't very deep and it was actually quite, there wasn't an awful lot of room for dance actually, but the second half opened with Blow, Gabriel Blow. And the audience almost didn't stop clapping. They almost stopped the show. They just clapped and clapped and clapped. It was lovely. It was a really, really nice feeling. Um, and Sutton Foster, who was in it at the start, she's left. And I can't remember the name of the woman who's taken from her, but she was just brilliant. Robert Lindsay is an absolute star in it. And they had such chemistry. They were so funny together. But I have to say everyone, every single member of cast was was just so good. And it was just... There's so much to do. Everything just seems to be so doom and gloomful at the moment. Um, it was just two hours of pure escapism, uh, just not being able to think of anything else other than how happy I was at that moment. And my body was just twitching with the music. I just wanted to get up on stage and dance. I, mean, I can't dance for the life of me, but um, old-fashioned musicals like that, especially a big tap number, um, it just like flows through me like electricity. Uh, I just want to get out of my seat. Uh, which unfortunately couldn't, but the cheaper seats, i.e. £65 as opposed to the million pound ones in the middle, um, was on the front row. So 65 quid to sit on the front row, not having to pay top price and be so close to the uh, 
actors, singers, dancers was fantastic. It was great. So um, I loved that. It's probably one of the nicest things. I mean, it was just so post-pandemic joy. Well, we're not post-pandemic really, are we? But um, I've noticed nobody seems to be wearing... Well, the tube is about 50% people wearing masks. Um, around the West End, no one's wearing masks. I mean, they're outside, but... Um, I didn't realise the COVID numbers are way back up again, up to 40,000 a day or something, but no one's talking about it, it seems. Um, so going back to work in crowded theatres, I mean, they're being very safe at work, I have to say. Everyone is staying masked the whole time, unless you're eating and drinking. Um, and there's hand sanitizers everywhere, and we're trying to keep your distance, but you can't really do that. And I suppose uh, we've got our own toilet, the crew, technical people have got their own toilet, so... I suppose it, you're just sort of bubbling, really, with your the people uh, that you sort of have to deal with each day in the theatre. And I suppose <clears throat> that aside, you just have to be as careful as you can coming in and out of the theatre and um, uh, taking the tests. I must do my so I'm getting distracted because somebody's walking past. Um, I mean, that man has got headphones clamped over his ears. He's got a hood over his head. And he's looking at his phone. I mean, he's just, I wish he'd walk into a lamppost because I'd really, really laugh. Oh, children. Who's that? Who's that child? Oh, it's the other neighbours. So, um, where are they all off? So, yes, going back to the, they're going past the extension, going past the questions about extension. I can't put pictures up of the extension. What I can say is it's on a corner uh, of our road and the road at the T junction at the end of our road. It's a very small, in fact, it's probably no bigger than our flat, to be honest. It's a very small, semi-detached 1930s house. I mean, it really is small. We've got some similar type houses down our road, probably built around the same time, which are a bit bigger. And what the person who's lived there has done is we, as you're walking past our flat to the end of the road, you're, you've got the extension on on your left and you're looking at the back of the house the front of the house is on the other road so they've basically extended the back of the roof uh, into a room so uh it's got a big sort of right angled extension there uh, and that is big and then around the base they they're wrapping a sort of a complete ground floor extension so it's going out it's got a small garden it's going out into the garden there's a bit of room at the side between the side of the house and the pavement, so it's going out that way, and I think it's going out a little bit at the front. Um, it looks odd. It's been, it's had so many problems, um, and I know the owner was talking to one of the neighbours and just saying how much it was costing, and it's just like, I just, none of us know why. Uh, it just isn't adding anything to the house at all. It's just a matter of, if you've got that much money to build an extension like that, which ultimately just seems to be a complete waste of time, move. Just move into a bigger house. That's what puzzles us all. That's why everybody's fascinated by it, because it's just odd and it looks odd. Because the extensions are sort of... Because the house is so small, the extensions are actually out of, almost out of proportion with the, the core of the house. I think that's why it looks so strange. So basically, they've got... They're just starting to put the roof structure and the wall structure in of the ground floor the top's all finished of the ground floor bit but there's no walls or, or tiling or anything on it yet um it's just taking forever it's meant, it's meant to be finished next month i can't see that happening and i haven't seen the builders for days so um i don't know if they've gone on holiday 
Anyway, um, enough of that flaming extension. Um, I have a published book. Thank you for, or well, a published story in a book. Thank you for people who have bought it and the lovely comments uh, I have received. I really appreciate it. So any of you who haven't yet bought it, buy it. It's called Lips on Unfamiliar Skin, uh, the Writing Salon Anthology Number 1, only available on Amazon. I'm so sorry about that. Uh, and then you've got a Christmas present. You can buy everyone for Christmas. And um, with that uh, shameless self-promotion, uh, I'm going to go and have a lie down and I will try and get this out as soon as possible. So thank you all for listening. Uh, next week, I'm hoping I'll only be in the session in the evening. So next week, I'm hoping uh, Monday will come out as uh, normal. Thank you for listening.